this is Ozla Matar, and I'm your host for Season 3 of the International Voices at Queen's Podcast. This episode is recorded on the traditional lands of Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples, and it features guests with international experiences. Today, we are talking about community building. In the studio, I have Navjit Gorab. Welcome, Navjit. Thank you so much for having me here. So, can you please tell me a little about what you're studying? I am in my fourth year of my PhD in School of Rehabilitation Science at Queens, and I'm uh, working on developing design considerations for community schools in the informal settlements of Mumbai so that children with disability can have better participation experiences. They don't drop out from school and complete their school. Wow. I guess you go back and forth between India and Canada. That's correct. So as far as I know, you're about to complete. Can you say a few words about that too? I'm excited and nervous both. (laughs) Excited (laughs) that it's going to end and nervous about how it's going to be because I know this is such an important work and so close to my heart. So I really want this to translate in reality on ground so that children are actually accessing these schools and they learn in a beneficial environment. I'm so impressed. So I know you through the writing camp we attended last year and I also worked with you. You peer mentored my group of student leaders in a project that we recently completed. At the heart of that project was community building and I thought who would be the best guest to talk about community building? Do you want to tell our listeners what community building and well-being mean to you? So I will address well-being first. I believe uh, well-being is a multi-layered phenomena, which a lot of aspects for an international student at Queen's, which includes like their mental well-being, where they feel at home, they feel like they have someone they can talk to, share their challenges with. It also involves how financially secure they feel as a student here, what challenges they are facing in meeting those needs. It also means how much time they have to engage in physical activities, to go out for a walk, to just de-stress and also how they transition in the community at Queens. Because uh, for many of the international students like me, it would be a huge cultural shock when we move from our own country to Queens, a different environment altogether that we might not experience in our home country. Yeah, I was wondering if you can recall a specific time during your studies at Queens when you felt uh, that you couldn't take care of your emotional well-being as carefully as you would like to. I would say it was the initial couple of months at Queens because I remember when I moved to Queens I called my mom and said I made the worst decision of my life to moving so far from home where I don't have community I don't have friends don't have people to talk to and that leads to a lot of loneliness and I remember one of the instances where I I am from India so I remember one of the instances where there was this student from India who came during winter and winter is so harsh in Canada and particularly in Kingston and she was not used to it she did not have time during winter to connect with the people within her own department Mm -hmm. and also to the larger community at Queens because during winter there might not be lots of activities or community building activities that are at Queens. People might not be aware of it because I remember that student uh, just left the program and went back to India and that that was one of... That is sad. Yeah, one of the worst experiences I had with one of the students who I interacted with. I felt so bad when she left. That is is, uh, really heartbreaking to have a friend go. So in your case, you said um, first two months of bringing a graduate student at Queens was 
hard, but obviously you are thriving and you're finishing your PhD in four years. <laughs> so yeah. you must have done something really good to allow you to succeed academically. And also, I know that you're very active in your social circles. Mm-hmm. So what specific strategies did you use? Uh, there are a couple of them, I believe. Uh, first of all, you need to be aware about yourself as in what makes you at peace, where you want to engage meaningfully because Queen's has a lot to offer. It's just that you should not be overwhelmed with the kind of activities or events going out at Queen's. There are lots of clubs like I remember there are about 300 something clubs at Queen's that mm-hmm. offer like variety of engagement opportunities. Are you a member of any yeah, club? Yeah. That... I am, uh, I guess, member of two of them. One is UNICEF Queen's that works particularly with children, community building exercises, volunteer opportunities. And uh, one is the Association of Indian Graduate Student at Queen's mm-hmm. because that club helps a lot in terms of people from Indian subcontinent who move to Canada in their smooth transition to Queens and Kingston community in terms yeah. of helping them have that community or the support that they need. Do you need. Uh, organize uh, like welcoming parties among yeah. yourselves? Yeah. So we have meet and greet event where people can come up, they can interact with senior year students, they can have that sense of mentorship or community where they can talk about, they can share commonalities because that is one of the uh, challenge you face when you come here. Another thing is you have to off-guard yourself like lots of learnings that you have within your own country because the thing is when we move to Canada we start looking at the Canadian culture based on our own cultural experiences and expectations and then you cannot relate yourself here so if you are open to learning if you are open to respecting diversity it will help you a lot in terms of transitioning to Canada so what I understand from our conversation is you're recommending that students reach outside of their community or go outside of their community yes so Queens has a quick which is Queens International Center. You can go there, you can meet lots of different international students from different cultures. And that is like, I guess, one of the best places where you meet people apart from your own culture and see how they are thriving. What's your favorite event there? Uh, they have like lots of potlucks, they have like free food, and that's like a go for international <laughs> students. And also SGPSA, I guess. They also organize wonderful events for international students where they can go interact with people work on the activities together and that's how you develop the sense of community what other opportunities did you find outside of the campus in larger kingston community people here appreciate art a lot so i would talk about that because i have a background in art and i connect with lots of community artists here so kingston has a tate center for creativity and learning that has a lot of opportunities for people who are even want to start their career in art or who want to do art in some way so you can go there you can talk to the community artist you can see the facilities there they have like variety of like you talk about the any art form be it performing or fine art you can get it there and i bet you've met some of your best friends there of course <laughs> <laughs> So you've already given some very good advice in between your introduction and when you were elaborating on some of the questions I was asking. If you were having this conversation with a student who is considering coming to Queens or who has just arrived, who has just started their studies at Queens, but they're having a hard time, you know, getting used to the university life, what specific advice would you offer? To the students who are coming? or yeah. The idea is to have a community, the importance of community. And by community, I don't mean that you have to have like 50 connections at Queens even if you have like 
four or five people to go to it serves the purpose so it's about being open and going and meeting people like at queen's university international center or some of the events that queen's offer during the uh, orientation program with queen's university international center they have like multiple programs they have orientation they have uh, picnics that they take people to like outdoor tourists it's just that you need to be really careful because they have limited seats and once they open it yeah. it goes really fast so you... i think i i wanted to go uh, strawberry picking yes. with them and then i could never be yeah. a part of it because you know it could go very yeah. fast Hi everyone, my name is Maya Aldous. I use she, her pronouns. I am the Queen's University International Center World Link Social Events Coordinator. What that means is that I get to run different bus trips, events, and activities for international and exchange students. You may have heard of some of our prior bus trips, including hiking trips or just going out and around the Kingston community. You may have also heard of our involvement in our Welcome Week, where we run tours, games, and socials for opportunities to meet your peers. And throughout the school year, where we run lots of different activities, including cultural celebrations or just more opportunities to meet your peers all in all our social events are here to support you and help building community with new peers new friends and just getting to know the kingston and queens community better overall we hope you come to some of our events this year we have lots of exciting things coming up as well as check out all of the quicks events services and supports here to help you we hope to see you soon I may add one more thing is uh, Queen's also had newsletter for graduate student is called G-Day and it comes every Thursday morning and mm-hmm. it will be in your email every Thursday morning and just read that newsletter because that newsletter has abundance of information about what's going in and around Queen's so that's really helpful this has been a wonderful chat thanks so thank much you. thank you so much My name is Colette Steer and I am the Manager of Graduate Experience in the School of Graduate Studies and Postdoctoral Affairs. In my role, I get the opportunity to meet graduate students via various events we host throughout the year. These events range from our welcome receptions to research showcases and to planning workshops and training opportunities to assist you in your overall skills development, both academically and professionally. So have you ever thought about showcasing your research? Well, lots of opportunity there and not just at field-specific conferences. Come and talk to me on our radio show, Grad Chat. I just need one hour of your time and we can talk very casually about your work. All pre-recorded so we can edit accordingly. Or alternatively, when you're further along in your studies, you can participate in the three-minute thesis or GradFlix events. Both ways to learn how to convey your work to different audiences outside your field of study. Now, we also do programming to help support our community, both internally and externally. So think about the PhD community initiative, our public scholars program and our Queen's doctoral internship for university administration. None of what I've mentioned is compulsory so think about them and if you see anything takes your fancy and you believe will help your progress then consider signing up. I hope to see you at some time at our events and workshops and remember to reach out if you have any queries. We are here to help. This is CJ the DJ otherwise known as Colette signing off. Goodbye. This podcast aims to support members of the university community with intercultural realities. It also serves as a resource for those who seek to better understand the experiences of individuals with intercultural and multilingual realities. 
This episode is produced by Queen's University International Center and Student Academic Success Services. The music for our podcast series was created by Kingston musician and Santur performer Sadaf Amini. I'd like to thank her for sharing her unique tunes with us. You can find out about her music on her website www.sadafamini.ca. Thank you to the CFRC team for their support. My mentors and thinking partners in this project were Lydia Skulstad and Alyssa Forstner. I appreciate their guidance. I'd like to close this episode by acknowledging that as an international doctoral candidate in Queen's Cultural Studies program, I'm grateful to be able to live, learn, and play on the traditional lands of the Haudenosaunee and the Anishinaabeg peoples. Thank you for listening.